0: Hello, everybody. It's been a great season so far in the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America. Nothing to suggest that for the last six races of the season there will be anything different. There are just two weekends to go after this one. And that's where we're going next. Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And it's live.
1: The Porsche Carrera Cup North America on IMSA Radio.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It's John Heindorf and Shea Adam with you at the racing capital of the world. That's what they call it around here. And we have got two races this weekend of 40 minutes duration for the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America. 14 corners two and a half ish miles but not on the oval on the infield circuit. Going the wrong way down the front straight, the finish start line, down into turn number one. Uh, tight right-handed, tricky to get your breaking point right there. Then winding your way onto Holman Boulevard through the chicane at turns five and six and another overtaking opportunity as you break for turn seven. Then another twisty bit. Back up, running the wrong way, round the oval and another heavy braking area. It's turn 12 as you come back onto the infield, round past the pit lane, exit and then sweeping right back onto the start finish line. Uh, Shea Adam is with me. Uh, a quick thought share about the championship in the three different classes that we have here before the cars roll out behind that very lovely Porsche 911 safety car. How's it stand with just six rounds to go?
1: 102 points separate Riley Dickinson and Tom Sargent as we get ready to kick this race off. And unfortunately for everyone else in the field, Riley has wrapped up his eighth pole position of the season to start today's race. So there is an opportunity for someone to try and leapfrog the young man from Texas as far as pole goes for tomorrow by setting a faster lap in today's race. But it looks like that'll be another point going the way of Riley and yet the gap
0: be
1: c- continuing to extend beyond 100 points.
0: The yard of bricks is what they want to kiss at the end of the races this weekend. Pro Arm has been a decent battle all season as well, Shay.
1: It really has. Efren Castro leads the way. He's in car number 65 again for Kelly Moss. They have 223 points attached to that number 65 car. In second place, Marco Cironi, the Canadian, who's got more Canadian championships in Porsche racing than just about anyone else, but he only has 182. So in order for him to get back into this championship hunt, he needs to finish ahead of Efren Castro both races this weekend. And into the AM class now. We... We do have a good gap for Mark Vame, still MDK Motorsports, MDK being Mark Vame, 237 points. But unfortunately for him, it was Scott Noble, the guy who races the beautiful dark blue and white Porsche with a number 10 on the side, taking a perfect weekend when we ran with NASCAR at Road America. So the gap fell to just 34 points, which means by the end of this weekend, we could have a new championship leader in the M category, something we haven't had for a very long time because Mark Vame comes as the defending series champion.
0: Taking a quick look at the highlights of the grid, Alayas Torre had a problem with his car. It burst into flames as he went out for qualifying. The JDX racing car is on the back of the grid. He didn't set a time in that number four. As far as the arms are concerned, it is Scott Noble challenging for the championship who takes the pole position. And more importantly than that, he's got four cars between him and his championship contending uh, number two, uh, Mark Cavame. Uh, championship contending teammate is the words I was looking for. So those two are quite a long way apart. Mark his word cut out to get up towards the front of the arm field. 19th overall for Scott and 23rd for Mark Farmer. In pro arm, Efren Castro and Alan Metney have been battling for the championship uh, all year, it seems. 65 and 99, they're in 16th and 17th position. As far as the pro ranks are concerned, Sabra Cook is in fifteenth, Varanchowski in fourteenth, Nola Sports Tom Merrill in thirteenth, Michael McCann for McCann Racing in twelfth, eleventh, Travis Wiley, tenth, Michael McCarthy, Jimmy Lebret in ninth. Eighth, Speedy Dan Clark for Norla Sport. Ryan Yardley for Top Racing in seventh. The top three rows, Will Martin for JDX's alongside Sean farwick for Kelly Moss. Then it's MDK's Jason Hart on the outside of row two with JDX's Alan Sedgwick. At the front row, McElroy Racing, Tom Sargent and our pool sitter, Championship Leader Kelly Moss's Riley Dickinson. Nicely formed up as they come onto the front straight. Riley Dickinson, Drivers right has the inside into Turn 1. It's a very slow run. The green flag is in the air. We're racing for Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America here at the Tire Battle on the Bricks weekend at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And the pole sitter converts and following him through, Alex Sedgwick for JDX Racing tries to make it down the inside. It was four Porsches across the track there. Four wide into turn one, Dickinson's done what he needed to do at the start of the race and has got the whole shot. He goes through that first danger point and has pulled out maybe two, maybe three or four cars lengths as he goes through onto Holman Boulevard. The back straight, effectively, the middle straight of this circuit. He's moving around, still trying to get heat in the Michelin tyres as he comes to the breaking point of turn seven. Turns left and once again, one, two, three, four across the track behind him as the scraps continue. That was a very confident start from our championship leadership, Adam.
1: It was, and I think the start being under review is examining Stefan Rudzinski, who moved out of his column before the start line, as Alan Metney has gone off the track, started in second in the Pro-Am. He is on the grass, but he's moving once again, pointed in the right direction. Now he's going to have a difficult time trying to catch up with the rest of the field, but stand by for more from race control on the start of the race.
0: That is not doing Alan Metney's chances at all any good. He went off at turn. Number nine, nice move. Sean Farwick and Will Martin battling together, and there's a problem. Oh, I thought that was our leader for a moment, but it's his teammate, Michael McCarthy, the Kelly Moss racing car with the pink accoutrement on it. One of the pro class racing cars. Still, he is moving on the far side of the speedway. Once again, funneling down. Speedy Dan Clark just holding off one or two. People in that uh, number 64 car battling over 7th, 8th and ninth. Jimmy Lieber, Ryan Yardley, Travis Wiley, Michael McCann all in there behind that yellow and green car. But at the front, Riley Dickinson has pulled out a second from Tom Sargent and Mattel Ray Racing in second position. MDK's Jason Hart in third position. We've got fourth Will Martin as they went across the line. JDX and Alex Sedgwick who looked like he was making a good start in the number 98 cars just been shuffled back to fifth position a lot of people looking at the back of Riley Dickinson's Kelly Moss number 53 that has been the story of the season we've seen Riley pierce himself he's clearly feeling confident here these cars have raced here before as part of the Porsche sports car together festival so there is some data unlike most of the other championships here this weekend for the battle on the bricks Kelly Moss uh, Riley Dickinson goes through and he's pulled out another half a second one and a half seconds and a train of Porsche 992 Carrera Cup cars in behind following through opportunity down at turn number one but you've got to get your a uh, breaking point right, nice move by the uh, deluxe car down the inside of the ADR machine, that was uh, nice braking that is ABS on these cars of course, John Goetz and John Getz moving up as well in the 57 car for right motorsports in the classes, Efren Castro has Scott Noble closing in behind him, so the Pro Am and the Am leaders together. Mark Maturoni's up to second in Pro Am. Mark Varme has dealt with two of the four cars between himself and his class leader. Cross the line. Now, nice mo- move by Jason Hart. Got a battle at the moment with the number nine of Will Martin and Martin's gone through and here comes Dan Clark this is the battle for third, fourth and fifth Jason Hart in that MDK car, Will Martin's gone through for the JDX that's the black and gold striped car oh there's movement on the luggage compartment of on the front of that number 20 car we've seen this happen before she, Adam and that here with the very fast front and back straight effectively, that is gonna be really hurting that MDK Motorsports number 20 of Jason Hart, of uh, Jason Hart, yeah.
1: Yeah, we have seen that before, but I think the other place that we saw that was at Watkins Glen, a race that Jason Hurt went on to actually win. So maybe that's his secret. If he bumps the luggage compartment open, it distracts him just enough that he can break just slightly deeper into the corners. We do have a penalty that has been issued, and that is for Stefan Rudzinski moving out of his column before the start of the race, meaning that he gets a 10-second penalty at the end of the race. But John, just watching the behavior of the cars early on, the guy that I'm keeping an eye on was very impressive in qualifying yesterday. A local man Sean Barwick he's from Barrington Illinois so not too far away and a pre-med student at the University of Iowa he's very much a Midwest guy he is elbows out and currently fighting for the 6th position keep an eye on car number 2 because Sean Barwick is looking to move forward
0: yeah he's under investigation for coming together with Alex Sedgwick earlier on in the race and he's got his hands full at the moment Sean with Jimmy Lieblit right there at the start, Adam Spotted it straight away. It's a little bit unlucky because the line uh, in which the penalised car was actually slowed up But you've just got to ease off there Shea, you cannot break ranks before you've crossed the line.
1: That is correct. You have to stay in your column as now we're seeing a pass. I think that's Alex Cedric. No, it's Jimmy Lieber getting around. Uh, Sean Barwick, of course, we were just talking about Alex Sedgwick sitting right behind watching Lieber going through and thinking that looks kind of easy. Maybe I'll have a go on it. But yes, race control, very diligent through every series that IMSA covers. If it's under the IMSA umbrella, stay in your line until you have yeah. cross start finish. Then you can break the
0: column. Uh, And by the way, Elias de la Torre started dead last, up to 21st position uh, and has made up a position in the pro category because Michael McCarthy's earlier problem in the Kelly Moss number seven car when he was way off on the, actually what is going the wrong way around turn one, uh, which is the cut through uh, between uh, turn, effectively turn 12 and turn 14. Uh, He's lost a couple of positions. So at the front of the field, Riley Dickinson from Tom Sargent by about a second and a half. Tom's got the fastest lap of the race. Scott Noble doing a cracking job as he pulls through the field as well. In the classes, Efren Castro and Scott Noble are just eight tenths of a second between them. They are the respective leaders of Pro-Am and Am down at turn one. Here's that fantastic battle that's going on for seventh and eighth. Alex Sedgwick back with the car with which he had a little bit of a bump early on. Goes to the right-hand side, tries to sharpen the corner a little bit, but just had to take too tight a line there as he came through turn number four. And Sedgwick... In the red, white and black car. In behind the blue, white and black car. That's the battle. 7th and 8th, Varwig and Sedgwick. Alex Sedgwick originally from the Midlands of England. And doesn't race for a wee while. But it's Autosport with JDX Racing concern. Very interesting trying to get some different people through motor racing not just behind the wheel but also on the spanners and the computers as well, really interesting programme and project that they have and they're side by side, surely not round the outside, he's almost there, Varwick has to give up the inside of the corner, that's an outstanding manoeuvre by Alex Sedgwick as he came through 13 round the outside, almost looked like he was heading to the pit lane, it out on what was the outside there because he knew he'd be on the inside at Turn 14. He's compromised his exit, though, and sits in the middle of the road. He's defending as Varwig tries to go around the outside at Turn 1. Can't make it, has to drop back in behind. Travis Wiley for top racing in the red and white car behind with a little bit of blue. That's the Apex machine and gets to the inside at Turn 3, but gets the nose of the car very much chopped off there in behind that is the Nola Sport car isn't it, yes it is that's Tom Murrell in 10th position so 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th together Alex Sedgwick trying to make a break for it down to turn 7, up the inside, Travis Wiley for top racing more side by side action elbows out from both the drivers and here comes the Nola Sport car, the white car with the yellow on it that is Tom Murrell who takes his opportunity, lovely piece of opportunist driving there, she had a
1: it really was. I don't think there's much life left in the tires of Sean Varwick. Now, you do get three <laughs> sets of new Michelin tires at the start of qualifying. You can throw all three at the car if you would like. I think they only did two of them, but Sean Varwick pushing very hard for a good qualifying, and he did actually get that. He starts second provisionally for tomorrow's race, but just looking at the crying that we are hearing out of these Michelin already early on in the race. Travis Wiley saw an opportunity. Thomas Merrill then jumped at that opportunity and made the pass. It won't be long until Merrill has caught up the and indeed that's what's about to happen now going into turn one John.
0: The incident between Alex Sedgwick and Sean Farwick has been looked up by race control there will be no further action on that deemed as a racing incident at the front of the field we haven't seen it for a little while. Riley Dickinson leading out by now almost three seconds he is so good at doing this almost imperceptibly finding half a tenth here, a quarter of a tenth there, and all of a sudden, he's three seconds up the road within the first six and a half laps. Tom Sargent has got Will Martin for company. Tom Sargent, McIlroy Racing, and JDX, Will Martin. McIlroy, new team for the championship uh, this year. And Will Martin with Jason Hartwright in his uh, wheel tracks, or at least trying to get into his wheel tracks is Dan Clark is stalking around the back of Jason's number 20 car, two very brightly coloured cars in the battle cars for battle for fourth. The highlighter pens have been out on those two designs, haven't they? As they head onto the start finish line, uh, McElroy Racing with uh, a hot another hot young Amtipodian due for the last couple of rounds of the season share. That was announced this week, bringing uh, more talent into the Porsche. Deluxe Carrera Cup North America indeed
1: and we're gonna see Bailey first race at uh, Red Sport. We number seven coming up here in just a couple weeks' time, but we do have a very real championship battle still on our hands and at play out on the circuit right now between Tom Sargent and Will Martin. They came in today's race separated by a scant 12 points, so it really is coming down to the wire, and the difference between second and third in the championship might be, well, trivial, you would say, because really, if you're not winning it, well, you're still second, but no, they want to follow in the shoes of the man who has finished second in the championship, the last two years, that would be Kai Burlow because he's racing in GTD this year, and everybody wants to keep moving up with Porsche. It's
0: a very good point, actually, that you've made there. Very good point indeed. And this is, I suppose, what you could call putting yourself very much in the uh, very much in the shop window, and the numbers of drivers down through the years who have cut their motor racing teeth in Porsche Carrera Cup somewhere in the world, or indeed even in Super Cup, have then gone on to the uh, to the Porsche driver ranks. Now, Scott Noble has pulled out a 10-second lead in the AM category. Mark Cavami having got within a couple of cars of Scott Noble has now dropped way back and he's got one, two, three, four, five cars between himself. No, oh man, that's six cars. Oh, off! At turn one, now this has to be the run around the right part of the circuit for the number four, Elias De La Torre. I was just going to say how well he's done. He's up inside the top 20 in the JDX racing car. He's lost a couple of positions there, just missed his braking and had to go through the cut through. bright yellow car actually does really well to avoid everybody and then get out of the way follows the arrows from that point on and i think it was Marco Cironi and Scott Noble actually that he was very close to there and Efren Castro was right there as well so there was a couple of class leaders right ahead of him did his absolute best to avoid affecting their race so yes, uh, Junior Bailey uh, Michelin Julia, uh, Porsche Michelin Julia Bailey Hall, coming across from, with Mac on Ray, racing, as Shay said. And he will get his chance at our next round at Wrensport. Next event at Wrensport. We'll have that for you. It's not a full IMSA weekend, but She and I on duty. Special guest in race two in the booth will be Nick Tandy, who not only has raced these cars but has a race team in the UK a very successful one as well clocked over 100 victories uh, with the race team Joe Tandy Racing named after uh, Nick's late brother uh, their race in Carrera Cup GB so looking forward to that but let's not wish our lives away we've still got half of this race and more left Scott Noble in that very handsome dark blue and white of MDK Motorsport 18th position overall Elias de la Torre has fought his way back through but Mark Farmer is his championship contending teammate. these two have had a great battle this is a really good run for Scott Noble not just in qualifying but he's been really sensible in the traffic he's not necessarily battling the cars around him Michael McCarthy I see right behind him now but he's, he's basically taking the points in his part of the race in the AM category.
1: Yeah, and that moment a couple well a lap ago with Elias de la tour did cost Scott Noble position on the track. He dropped down about four spots, but he does still have a significant advantage over Fromic. It is still more than ten seconds between first and second in the category, and more than five cars into the pit lane. We've just had Ryan Yardley. The crew actually went to work looking at the left side of his car, shaking the wheels, making sure that everything was okay. But there is no urgency to get the top racing car back out on the circuit. But on the circuit, the back Battle for second has now been joined by Jason Hart because he is in the same camera shot. Will Martin is positively hounding Tom Sargent.
0: At the front of the field, it's now over four seconds for Riley Dickinson from Sargent. And Will Martin right on his Porsche tailpipes. Behind them, Jason Hart, Dan Clark. We could have a four Porsche battle for two Spots on the podium within the next the second half of the race. We're exactly halfway through. it. no, we're not actually because it's only a 40-minute race here. Sorry, we're almost halfway through. We will be in two minutes' time. And I get the sense that this battle between Tom Sargent and Will Martin is just slowing them down a tiny bit. 27-4 last time around and 27-2. For the JDX, Will Martin, who goes to the right, goes to the left, tries to diamond off the corner. Here comes Jason Hart in the bright yellow MDK Motorsport car. And he's dragging Dan Clark. He is the Dan Clark who raced in IndyCar. He's taking some time off. He's back racing. Put his toe in the water with the Porsche Championship. And liked it so much he's decided to come back full season. And now, as I thought, we've got a four-portion battle for second, third, fourth, and fifth. And look who's right behind them too, because all of a sudden
1: Jimmy Libre's got a sniff oh, at yes. maybe his first ever podium, depending on how much this quartet battles amongst themselves. So Tom Sargent has second place, Will Martin wants it. Jason Hart would just like to get back onto the podium, and Dan Clark is going, Ooh, I would really like it if you three would disappear and I could come up into second. So it's getting pretty intense out there and Alex Sedgwick not too far back either. Meanwhile, Riley Dickinson has a 4.8 second lead. He is checking out at the front of the field and the gap from first to second in Pro-Am, Efren Castro can no longer breathe easy because Marco Cerrone is the next car back behind him on the racetrack and not even two seconds back at that.
0: Yeah, good point. Incident responsibility for car number two, Sean Varwig, but he's been fortunate. That little incident with Michael McCarthy early on in the race that sent Michael onto the banking has been, that has been assessed as responsibility to Sean Varwig, he's only got a warning for that. I think he'll think himself lucky at the end of the race and I think Michael McCarthy will not be too happy. But race control have all the angles and that is their decision. Meantime, in the AM category, it's still Scott Noble who leads. It's only half a minute away from the leader, Mark Farming, though, now 12 seconds behind him and with a couple of cars between him, Jake Pedersen and Kyle Washington between the two battling for AM glory. And Elias De La Torre has just split up the battle between Efren Castro and Marco Cironi as well. But at the front of the field, Riley Dickinson, will be smiling to himself. He's eked out another 1.3 seconds and that's because of the battle that Tom Sargent, Will Martin, Jason Hart and Dan Clark are having the white and blue car. The number 17 is in second. Then there's a little bit of a gap here, just building up. Has Tom Sargent found something? Has he got some extra performance in his Michelin tires with just under 20 minutes to go? We are now into the second half of the race. The black and gold car flashing the headlights from Will Martin. Well, that's always gonna give you an extra five horsepower, isn't it? <laughs> Only joking. Jimmy Libre in the red, white and black, number seventy-four, MDK Motorsports car. He's now joined up with this train. So we've got five cars. Six cars battling. this position because Alex Sedgwick's not that far away in another red white and black car, oh dear this could get very messy very quickly if somebody misses a breaking point in the back of that queue, it's been a good drive by Jimmy Liebler in that 74 guys up in the sixth Alex Sedgwick who was battling at the front of the field earlier on, he's fought his way back into seventh position still Efren Castro, now Efren Castro's now got Elias de La Torre and Michael McCarthy, two recovering pro drivers between himself and Marco Cironi and all of a sudden he's got the better part of four seconds between himself and Efren, Ca- uh, Efren has got uh, four seconds and two cars between himself and Marco Cironi for ACI Motorsport that's the battle for the pro and lead, the multi-coloured red blue and white machine, another very lovely livery among many in this paddock, second race tomorrow remember, so perhaps there is just a little bit of uh, self-preservation going on here at the moment, don't want to give the teams to later night, 17 minutes to go, Impressive at the front, share. we haven't seen that much of him, we haven't talked about him that much. But once again, Riley Dickinson proving that whatever the situation throws to him, if he's got to fight his way through and take third or fourth, or if he's at the front and he's got the opportunity to stretch away, which is what he's done here, he's got the experience, he's come into this championship totally focused this year.
1: He has only not won three races this year, and all three of those, he has wound up on the podium as well. So Riley Dickinson doing everything perfectly that he needs to to come away a series champion in the deluxe Porsche Carrera Cup North America. His lap times, John, consistently faster than the people chasing him. The last lap around, Will Martin was three thousands of a second off of what Riley was able to do that is the closest that we have seen the gap it has been growing lap on lap on lap but also massive shout out to Scott Noble who continues to extend the gap over our defending series A champion Mark Faumé it's now a 15 second lead for Noble whose last lap was a 28-3. Kwame's last lap was a 30 flat that is so impressive well, and also
0: uh, we should say about Scott as well, share that you know there's been all kinds of shenanigans going on around him and he's had to avoid that, he's lost a couple of positions in the overall but clearly he hasn't let that bother him, he knows who he's fighting and he can't see him at the moment because there's cars between them I think this is a really <laughs> mature, sensible drive from Scott Noble
1: It really is. It's one of those hypothetical questions. If a tree falls in the woods and you don't see or hear it, does it actually make a sound? If you're battling someone, but you can't see or hear them, are they still on the track? For Scott Noble, the answer is yes, and he has just been doing exactly what he needs. Anytime someone comes up in his mirror, he's not holding them up. He's not being a bother towards them, but he's not exactly just pulling over and stopping on the side of the track either. That's what we've seen from Scott Noble at Sebring to kick off the season at the first round of the championship, and then again at Road America. I wonder what's clicked in his brain because the driving style, John, it's way different.
0: And he's got the reared and racing Jake Pedersen car behind him, the uh, Jacobs Court of Many Colors car. And let's see how he deals with this. He just has to breathe out of the throttle somewhere so that he doesn't lose too much pace. And he's letting through. And I mean that, as he comes onto the start-finish line through 14, great place to do it. Stayed wide we've also got uh, Grady Willingham as well for Goldcrest getting out of the way of that battle for second he did that deliberately in the rain car uh, that, that was him, he's not in a battle with uh, anybody at the moment and by the way Top Racing's Ryan Yardley came to the pits about four or five laps ago and we've not seen that car back in uh, that's nice driving from Grady Willingham just ran on at turn one to keep out of the way of what was going on behind him using his indicators his flashes as well to let drivers know where he's going on the track so as not to hold up i think it was travis wiley who just went past him there efren castro still leads in pro arm 15th position elias de la torre and michael mccarthy recovering back up through the field then marco chironi's back on the end of that so chironi in the number 82 car just trying to get a little bit closer and this could make things a little more interesting. Chironi's uh, 2.6 seconds further back from this little group of three. So this is a little bit of a danger time from es- Efren Castro the two cars behind him, the yellow and grey and the white, green and pink car, not in his class so he's got to find some way of letting them through. Meantime. The battles continue for fourth spot Mark Ocheroni just trying to get on the back with that dark grey and green number 82 trying to get onto the back for AC Motorsport of that three-car battle the opportunity is right now whilst that whilst that uh, three-car battle is there ahead of him coming down into turn one the red and blue car is the class leader two cars not in class behind and then Chironi trying to get on terms. Still 13 minutes to go here. Shit.
1: Was just pulled into the pit lane. I think again, moving out of the way of a giant group of cars. So really. Congratulate the sportsmanship that we are seeing in this series, and the battle is on. Efren Castro does not have to keep the cars behind him that are behind him, and they want to catch up indeed to Stefan Radzinski, but they don't need to because Stefan, remember, has a 10-second penalty for the improper start. So even if Elias De La Torre and in Michael line. McCarthy stay in line, they will indeed jump up a position. Efren Castro does not know that, and he is trying to keep two cars between himself and then Marco Cerrone, the guy he's battling in the championship.
0: A very quiet and considered race by Sabra Cook. For Kelly Moss, she's sitting in 13th position in the number 37 car. It's a great story. You're not aware of it. The team of uh, Kelly Kelly Moss putting together some sponsors and effectively a scholarship programme for a female driver for the full season of Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America. And Sabra has worked very, very hard to get herself into this position. Thanks to Andy Kilcoyne and uh, Victoria Thomas at Kelly Moss Road and Race. They have stepped up massively this year as well, gone into the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship as well with two cars. That's a a big undertaking. But this is their spiritual home, multi Winners, won't the championship winners, Kenny Moss, formerly Kenny Moss Road and Race, of course. Lovely people, the absolute life and soul. And we are so fortunate in this paddock to have some great teams and some great individuals who love their motor racing. Giving the opportunity to young drivers coming through, talent that they have tried to nurture Don't forget Riley Dickinson as well at the front of the field also in a Kelly Moss car. Sean Varwig in ninth, Sabra Cook in 13th, Michael McCarthy fighting back to 16th. Now that's been a good run, Efren Castro leading pro-am and Alan Metney fourth in pro-am. All Kelly Moss cars, one of the super teams in this championship. Shea Adam down in the pit lane.
1: Victoria Thomas was actually telling me yesterday, John, that in sports car racing, they are the most prolific team in North America as far as cars running on any race weekend. (laughs) They have 25 full-season Porsches that they run across several different championships, and that is quite a
0: remarkable stat. That's an extraordinary stat and just tells you how hardworking they are. James McCann just going a lap down in the gray and white number 83 that is the battle for second Tom Sargent and Will Martin have broken away from Jason Hart and Dan Clark and down the inside there's almost contact there is contact and round goes Sargent Will Martin continues slips it down into first gear for McElroy Racing's Tom Sargent but there was contact on the right rear of the 7 from the left front of Will Martin's number nine JTX racing car and he's Oh, he's dropped way down, that was a turn 12, coming off the banking. Picked that out as an action area. And that is a car that doesn't look great at the moment. He's come out in seventh position, I reckon, there. For that number 17. And, oh, right across the curb for Will Martin. That will be being looked at. Cuts in really late in the JDX black and gold car. How will race control see that? Positions being lost. One, two, three, four, five positions gone in a couple of heartbeats. The JDX car had to jump the curbs. There was no further to the right, but Will Martin will go and he was coming from a long way back in that MIT JDX car under review the incident that we've just been describing I suspect potentially there were some bad words said into the helmet of Tom Sargent there of Michael Ray Racing dropped him down to 7th and dropped him 6 seconds on that fabulous battle that we were having, robbed us of a decent battle as well, that's the other thing Riley Dickinson with 5.6 seconds on the lead. Will Martin now in second. He's got two seconds from himself back to Jason Clark and uh, Jason Hart and Dan Clark battling for third position a little bit further down the field. 14th and 15th, the two out of position Pro drivers. Elias De La Torre, whose car had a little conflagration going out in qualifying, didn't set a time, so he started from the back in the JDX number four. He's got Michael McCarthy who had that incident earlier on with, who was it? It was the number seven, wasn't it? Michael, uh, Michael McCarthy, sorry, with the Sean Warwick number two. Uh, And that pushed him down the field. So the question now for me, Shea Adam, Dan Clark and Jason Hart, round about three quarters of a second between them for the last spot on the podium.
1: Or is it? Or is it the second and third spots on the podium? Once oh, race point. control has weighed in on the incident, that could be a good much point. more important finishing order between the two of them to be debated. I'm very impressed by Tom Sargent's recovery to stay ahead of Thomas Merrill. I thought he was dead in the water on that one, honestly, John. But the Australian managing to stay ahead of the American and into the pit lane comes car number nine. Will Martin, incident responsibility with the 17 of Tom Sargent drive-through penalty. This is going to be a very long trip down Very long pit lane for Will Martin.
0: And that puts Jason Clark, as she mentioned in the second. Dan, uh, Jason Hart, excuse me, in the second. Dan Clark in the third. And Jimmy Libra, who's having a stonkingly good drive for MDK Motorsport, started uh, just inside the top ten. Now up to fourth position and only a second and a half from a spot on the podium. Behind him, there's a great battle uh, going on with... uh, Uh, He's having a great battle, should I say, with Alex Sedgwick and Alex actually has just won that battle. So Jimmy actually was only about three quarters of a second behind Dan Clark and he's dropped back a little bit and Sedgwick has taken the opportunity in the GTX racing car, the red, white and black machine. So now can Alex Sedgwick close on Dan Clark for third position? They're sitting only around about a second and a half away from a podium spot with five and a half minutes to go. Riley Dickinson, 26-9 last time around, was closed in on by two-tenths of a second for Jason Hart. But that is a seven and a half second gap now. Dan Clark sits a further second back with those two brightly coloured cars in second and third, the 20 and the 64. More penalties coming in, share Adam this
1: may be far from settled john incident involving cars 98 to alex edgwick currently p5 p4 after making that pass and car number 20 jason hart currently p2 from lap number one is under review so that means that two cars in the top four are being looked at by race control as well
0: they well, not well i mean jimmy libra just needs to keep his head down he's closing in uh, on Alex Sedgwick, he's down to just a second now, Tom Sargent another one and a half seconds further back in six, this is a brilliant drive back and he's taking the fastest lap of the race, so Tom Sargent now with the fastest lap of the race, 125.841, uh, and here comes the penalty, Share
1: Adam going to drop down to 10th place if the gaps were to stay as they are right now. Will Jason Hart, because he has been given incident responsibility for uh, an incident that happened on lap number one with Alex Sedgwick in car number 98, meaning our provisional podium right now is Riley Dickinson, Dan Clark and Alex Sedgwick. Wow.
0: Well, Sedgwick was right up at the sharp end early on and then he disappeared back in the field. I have to say, I didn't quite catch the full story of what had gone on there, he's fought his way back to a genuine fourth position that will end up being third with that Jason Hart penalty so, I mean effectively that is going to push Jason Hart down oh, way down, is he going to still even be in the top ten, I'm not sure he'll be pretty close on time to somewhere around about where Travis Wiley is for top racing uh, at the moment, so yeah Bottom end of the top 10 behind Sean Varwick for sure, and nothing he can do about it. Only three minutes, 14 seconds to go, so he's just got to get his head down. The only good thing for Jason Hart is he's got clear track ahead of him, he's only got the leader ahead of him, and also up the road is a lapped car. I think that was the 50, who's the 53 just gone by, but that is a long way, so he's just got to basically, got to drive qualifying laps now, and hope that Dan Clark, and particularly actually looking down, Sean Varwig, Travis Wiley, Thomas Merrill, he's got to try and find a few seconds to try and stay ahead of him, of those guys rather. The problem is in sixth position, Tom Sargent is going as quick, if not quicker than most of the cars ahead of him, so he's trying to make up the, the gap. So Brilliant work by our replay team and it was a run into the back of Alex Sedgwick at turn 12 on the opening lap that just pushed Sedgwick wide in that JTX sports car and maybe that is also what just slightly knocked the front luggage compartment lid awry as well because that's been flapping around since The end of lap one. So that's what it was for. Leaning on another competitor. Penultimate lap for the leader. Comfortable. And Riley Dickinson's taking another step towards this championship here. Michael McCann and Varunczowski having a a cracking battle. (laughs) McCann took it for a moment and lost it. Again, two corners, two place changes. For what is... At uh, ninth and tenth position. At uh, tenth and eleventh position, excuse me. As Michael McCann tries to come round the outside, there's contact. They're leaning on each other. Careful, lads. There's only one to go after this. Let's keep it nice and clean. Very dusty offline around that part of the circuit. Nine and ten. Coming through to the end of the lap. In fact, that was uh, 12 and 13, excuse me, as they're coming into now. And again, the overlap by McCann. Tries to go around the outside. Travis Wiley with his fastest lap of the race. Last time around in ninth position, still has some performance left in his Michelin's as he tries to chase down Sean Varwig for eighth. The white flag shown to those two. Riley Dickinson already on the back straight, Ullman Boulevard. What a race this has been for Riley. Shea Adam got the whole shot, hasn't panicked. No intervention from the 911 safety car. Clock up another W for Riley Dickinson and Kelly Moss.
1: This would be win number eight. I'm not giving it to him until he has crossed the yard of bricks. But for Riley Dickinson, this is exactly what he wanted to do. Is he drops two wheels all the way over the curbs and onto the dirt, pushing hard as is Efren Castro, still battling to try and maintain the lead. Marco Cironi has caught him, and now the Pro Am category is under dispute. On the final lap of this race, Riley Dickinson remains completely untouched out front.
0: I've got a feeling he won one of the races at the Porsche Sports Car Together Festival here. At last year, but there's no doubt about this one, lights to flag, Riley Dickinson, win number eight on the season, comes to the pit wall to acknowledge the hard work of his Kelly Moss Racing team, the gap back to Jason Hart is eight and a half seconds, then a cracking scrap going on further back, it's Alex Sedgwick by the way who has got onto the podium, then Tom Merrill, Sergeant Varwig, Travis Viley Jason Hart in ninth position with that penalty then a great battle going on Stefan Rosinski, Efren Castro Mark Cironi right there in the battle for the Pro-Am victory the blue and red car oh great run though by the black and gold car sitting in behind can he get to the line he does, wow Cironi puts Will Martin between himself uh, sorry uh, Efren Castro puts Will Mark between himself and Chirone. and right at the end it looked like Chirone had an opportunity couldn't make it stick great drive by Scott Noble who comes to the line now in the number 10 the blue and white MDK Motorsports machine Mark Cavami his teammate and championship leader in the 43 did not make any impression on Scott qualification was superb for Scott Noble and Kavami comes through at 15 seconds to Scott Noble. Well, we're running out the superlatives for our championship leader, Riley Dickinson, taking the points, taking the pole, taking the victory, and increasing the points share, the points lead share. Adam, as we are halfway through this Indianapolis Motor Speedway weekend for Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America.
1: And it's only gonna keep growing if he does performances like this with pole positions, fast laps, and of course the race win, 103 points at the start of the race. And given that it was not a good day for Tom Sargent second in the championship or Will Martin third, I think that gap has only grown even more. We are now getting to the point, John, where Riley could wrap this thing up tomorrow.
0: Really? With four rounds to go? Excellent. Right, we'll have to get the, uh, we'll have to get the points permutations out Tom Sargent finished down in sixth position. He'll be disappointed with that. He did have the fastest lap of the race. And that will... That should have been at least a second position, I think. So into the pit lane, an absolutely resounding victory for Riley Dickinson. Did it from the front, behind him, all kinds of carnage, including for his championship contending rivals... But Kelly Moss and Riley Dickinson clock up another one. It's Riley's eighth on the season. From Dan Clark and Alex Sedgwick on the podium, two Brits joining uh, Riley Dickinson. Great run for Eshwin Castro to Pro Am um, and to Am. Um, for Scott Noble, we'll do it all again tomorrow. Bye bye. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.